Charles. Hey, good morning. How are you doing today, Darren? That's great. A fellow, you know, I'm, I'm, I work with iHeartRadio as well, so I'm glad to be a part of this. Oh, man, full circle then. That, that's, the, that's the greatest thing about it. So now when, when, when you work with the iHeart and stuff like that, you realize that it's all about connection and storytelling and being able to really engage that <clears throat> listener in something that, that, that really is going to become a part of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's just a great way to spend time and, and to um, fill your brain with new ideas. Yeah. I got to tell you, I'm so proud of you in the way that you're bringing Monster Club forward because for years we've all had, the viewers have had DVDs to hold into our hands that, that you brought forward. But these are your words. These are your thoughts. <laughs> and, and that is Thank so you. important to what, what is going on because we need writers like yourself to come out here and write these books and to share new images. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's been an exciting adventure. You know, when you make a film, you have to show everything. And er, if a character's thinking something, you have to have images to show it because you can't be inside of a character's head. In a book, you can write what a character's thinking. And that was such a uh, breakthrough for me because I've just never written that way. Uh, it's completely obvious, I imagine, for most writers. But for myself, it took me a long time to get there. And so it was a lot of fun to be able to stretch that muscle, which was very different than um, than, than the cinema mu- muscle. So what is it like for you to be not only the narrator, but you're playing every role inside this story? Yeah, it was fun. Oh, look, I, I, I co-wrote it with Ari Handel, who's my writing partner for a long time. And so we were able to bring both of ourselves and our and our childhoods together to make this uh, magical world. Eric Doodles King. First of all, you get a trophy for yeah. just creating the best name. That that right there, that's a good radio <laughs> name right there. <laughs> so I mean, I mean you you put so much life inside Derek inside Eric and all of a sudden things begin to happen inside my imagination. Yeah. Well, at, when I was a kid growing up in Coney Island, uh oh, Quite a while ago, a bunch of my friends, we all created a monster club where we, we would draw these monsters and we would battle them. And it was this incredible lasting memory. It was kind of my first exposure to art and, and also to unleashing my imagination and early competition with friends. And I always wanted to bring that fun, because that's all it was to the big to the big screen so i started off writing a screenplay about it but then quickly realized hey this might play better as a middle grade school book Mm -hmm. and so we shifted gears and and put it out in the world and it's the first of um of, of a series and that's kind of fun too is to take characters and see how they grow up through middle school and high school, and we'll see how far we get. It's it's fun to watch the YA authors uh, grow, and and the reason why I bring that up is because I'm blessed with the opportunity to have an iHeart channel that's all about young adult authors. And and the and the thing is oh, cool. is that is that the way that you guys bring your story and how you connect it, and you, you I mean you've got to keep your everything tied together because those readers are smart. If if something goes wrong in that story that shouldn't have been there, I mean you're gonna have to have some continuity here. Oh, we worked hard. I think that's something that we, um, we're good at, Ari and myself, is we really track characters through their stories. We write past histories, and we're pretty consistent in, um, in, in finding, you know, making sure there aren't any holes in the story. So, you know, I welcome a little critique. Let's see, let's see what the young readers find. <laughs> 
Now, when, when you talk about bringing your monsters to life when you were drawing them out and stuff like that, all things start with doodles. Are you Eric Doodles King? I look, Eric, my best friend in elementary school was a guy named Eric. Uh, and so I decided to honor him. He was the best artist of the group. And so he got, he got to be the lead character. And, uh, actually his, his daughter, uh, Harper is the perfect age for uh, this. I'm, I'm the godfather. And so I asked my goddaughter to read it. She loved it. Oh. And, uh, that was the first thumbs up and kept me going on this long road to make this book, uh, to this day. Now, how did Eric react? And the reason why I bring that up is because in, in my book, Halloween 78, uh, my, my, my friend Tony got really pissed off at me because he says, that's not me. I said, Tony, I made, I made you weird because I thought you could handle it. That's funny. I think Eric was laughing and hooting out loud. He wrote me the most beautiful email because it was at the point where I wanted notes from him and Harper. And they read it together, father and daughter. And she, Harper kept going, why are you laughing, Dad? And he'd be like, oh, he, he named this character after our gym teacher who was really mean to us once and kicked us out of class for chewing gum. And so there was, there was definitely a lot of Easter eggs for Eric in there, and, and he loved it. And, and, and that letter he wrote me really melted my heart. Because oh. um, I think, I think it's, it's about honoring all of my, the guys I grew up with. They're, they're lifelong friends. We still get together. 50 years later and also all my teachers uh i had amazing teachers at ps 195 and mark twain middle school i'm going back to mark twain middle school uh in a couple of days and uh the the drama club there is going to do a few scenes from the book for me so it's it's just it's just a great fun moment in, in my life right now i'm so glad that you brought up mark twain because one of the greatest quotes from mark twain for me that changed everything as a writer is the fact that he says use your own writing accent and you know what darren that's exactly what you're doing in this book these are your words uh -huh. your way of doing it right thank you well look mark twain is one of my heroes he's one of the greatest americans who ever lived and i was lucky to be exposed to him like all kids were, but actually to go to the middle school named after him, uh, it became a big, he became a big figure in my life. Speaking of big figures, I got to tell you, after Ric Flair saw, was at the premiere of The Wrestler, he was in my studio recording commercials. That dude, I, he, was, really? he, he was like a child when he came in from that premiere. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I actually didn't know that Rick had seen it. I, I, I'll never forget, we went to a screening in L.A. It's, they, they do these, like, um, award screening, and it was Mickey Rourke and myself up on stage. And we were doing a Q&A afterwards, and from the back of the auditorium, it goes, this is Rowdy Rodney Piper. <laughs> and we were like, the whole place was like, fuck, we were quiet. And the Piper, Rodney loved it. I mean, we ended up becoming, we, he ended up becoming a big supporter of the film, and he was so deeply moved by it before he passed. And I, I stayed with, in touch with him for a long time. I mean, I hated him as a kid. Yeah, I yeah of course you did. He, he, he was such the worst heel in the world. But then to have the Piper, like, supporting your movie and loving it and saying, look, this is a story never told, it was a great thrill. And I'm, I'm glad to hear Rick Flair. And, and, you know, Vince McMahon actually called us up and oh. supported the film as well. So it was really nice that a film that, that was that critical in many ways of the industry, I, although it still loved the industry, um, it was it was really nice uh, that that the, the wrestlers came out and supported us. 
in this day of creative, like like it, it is a golden age, creativity, Monster Club, with your connection to iHeart, do you take it to a podcast and bring it all out inside sound effects and every like radio mystery theater, or do you take it to Netflix or something like that? You mean, uh, well, there is an Audible. Um, I don't know if that's bad to say if that's a competitor of you guys or something. So, or, or there is, <laughs> actually, I don't, actually, actually, I'm wrong. It's not an Audible. It's an audio book. So it yeah. probably is available in lots of formats. I actually don't know how that works, that part of the business. I do know because I cast the actors for it. That yeah. was really important to me. And I got a really, really great actor to read it. And there's also, there's a couple of other voices in there, a few little, uh, a few little extra things. Um, so that was really important to me, and that, that's out in the world as well. Look, if it became a movie after it became a book, that would be incredibly ironic. Uh, but you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold anyone back from doing that. Well, I'm just glad that you're exercising your writing muscle because there are listeners that are hiding their writing, and they need people like yourself to be mentors. And I and I think this is going to be one of those books and and a, and a series. Oh. oh well, thank you so much. It means a lot. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, Darren. Thank you, brother. I will do that. Excellent. Be brilliant today, sir. Okay, you too. Talk to you soon.